All right. Hello, everyone. It is episode 25 of Ain't That Some Shit with Emma, and the date is October 12th, year of our Lord, 2023. All right. So a few days ago, Hamas terrorists attacked Israel. I did a quick episode on that, and I dug into the history of Israel, the history of Palestine, the history of Hamas, and which one I support, which is Israel, and why. So I thought, for those who don't have the time to look and track all the events that happened, I'm going to read in chronological order. How did this start? And um, where we are currently. It's only been a few days. It's been five days, but it's been a pretty pretty um, heavy five days. Okay, so <clears throat> actually this extends a bit beyond five days to be exact. A month ago, on September 11th, Joe Biden decided to unfreeze $6 billion, billion dollars to Iran. And it, it was to facilitate the release of five Americans held by Iran and also that it would there would be an exchange that five Iranian prisoners that we had would be released. This was the reason. But they were holding the Americans on fraudulent charges anyways. I, I mean, all sympathies to those who are kidnapped, probably not treated well. But this was the precursor. Now, Hamas says that they were planning this attack since the withdrawal from Afghanistan two years ago, remember that? We left so much equipment behind. Millions of dollars of equipment. Millions. I can't say that, those words well today. Billions, millions. Anyways. Top tier grade weaponry that are now being used on Israeli civilians and soldiers. So it started then, and then Joe Biden unfreezes the $6 billion to Iran, and then Iran praises Hamas and their attack. They deny involvement. However, government-backed Tasnim News Agency reported that a top military advisor to Supreme Leader Ayatollah um, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. Okay, this top military advisor, he is Major General Yahya Rahim. Okay, goodness. All right, let's try this again. Government backed Tasnim News Agency reported that a top military advisor to the Ayatollah, current Ayatollah, Major General. Yahya Rahim Safafi pledged Iranian support to Hamas operation against Israel. I know there's no deliberate show as to where the money as to whether or not the money was used to support and help. 
I know that I'm making the connection on my own, but I firmly believe that us pulling out of Afghanistan badly, us having a weak leader in office on the global stage, us unfreezing money to Iran. I mean, three years ago, the men in the Iranian parliament were yelling death to America. That was three years ago. Do you think anything's changed? We still have the same president. We're still the same Americans. If anything, we, we've gone more liberal and more left-leaning in the eyes of every other country, especially in the Middle East. You, you don't think they took that money and decided to sacrifice Hamas? And I do mean sacrifice. I, I do mean that they... T what you need to understand among these terrorists is that they value death. To die for the cause, to become a martyr, is seen as the highest honor. If your family had sons and they all went to go die for the cause, and you're the parent, let's say, you would be honored in that village. Tell me that's not fucked up, really. And especially if you're taking out, you know, the Zionist evil. Hamas has it in their covenant, in their founding document, that their sole purpose, well, they have five purposes, but their primary goal is the obliteration of Israel. Okay, so you don't think fucking unfreezing $6 billion will somehow make it into their deep-seated desires? You know, funding? Never mind. All right, let's get into the timeline. <clears throat> On October 7th at 6.30 a.m. in Israel, air, air raid sirens began sounding in Jerusalem. At this time, an estimated 2,200 rockets were fired towards southern and central Israel, including Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. These rockets were fired by Hamas militants according to the Israel Defense Forces, the IDF. Hamas claimed that at least 5,000 rockets were fired, all landing in southern and central Israel. Armed Hamas militants, many on motorcycles, storm-blockaded um, storm areas of the Gaza Strip, shooting at Jewish settlers in the Gaza Strip, there's video footage of Hamas militants taking Israeli citizens, including mothers, children, and the elderly, hostage, taking them across the Gaza border. So, <clears throat> all right. In the first of its public messages, the IDF said Saturday morning, this is what they said, quote, over the past hour, the Hamas terrorist organization launched massive barrages of rockets from Gaza into Israel and its terrorist operatives have infiltrated into Israel in a number of different locations in the south. Alright, that was what I wanted to hint on was that these people went from Gaza into Israel 
grabbed people and then made their way back. That's terrifying. It's and and that that's how it starts at fucking six thirty in the morning. Videos posted online captured hundreds of Hamas soldiers breaching the Israeli border from Gaza by boat, pickup trucks, and even motorized paragliders. Okay, so that one part, the motorized paragliders. The BLM, Black Lives Matter organization, posted a picture of a paraglider. And they said, you know, we stand with this, we stand with the decolonization. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Those paragliders <clears throat> also went into a music festival that was occurring around this time. And they mowed down the people who were there. You know where there's not music festivals? Gaza. But there are in Israel. It's... I have seen so many comments throughout the internet of people saying that Israel's getting what they deserve that, you know, free Palestine. It's like, how can you free a people that prey upon true freedom? There's something messed up there. Why do terrorists attack like this? I, I can't, I can't explain it. I, that, that's what I designate as evil and evil bears no reason terrorism gives no warning people that commit to this will never meet you in the middle ground they will never negotiate in good faith with you so <clears throat> Let's keep going. October 7th, around 10.30 a.m. local time, Israeli jet fighters launched a retaliatory strike in Gaza. Video surfaces of high-rise residential building, of a high-rise res residential building, and the Al-Susi Mosque in Gaza City being bombed and flattened. <sighs> I don't know what to say about it, but okay. So it took about a day. No, it didn't take a day. It's still October 7th. No, it's only a few hours. Okay, all right. I was like, wait a minute. I lost my page briefly. Okay. <clears throat> An hour later, about 11.30 in Israel on October 7th, same day as the attack, same morning. Okay, Netanyahu makes his first public statement telling his country Israel is at war. He said, this is not a so-called military operation, not another round of fighting, but war. Okay, in the evening on October 7th, day one, around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I guess that's here. Okay, so, uh, yes, this is our people talking now. So October 7th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. What is the time difference? Time difference. Um, 
U.S. Israel. Okay. Right now it's 3:43 a.m. Whereas here it's okay. Mm. That doesn't line up. Okay, so. All right, so New York time. So it would have been four in the morning on the 8th for them and 8.30 on the 7th for those in New York. Eastern saying, okay, let me go back to it. All right. <clears throat> U.S. Defense Secretary Lord Lloyd Austin releases a statement saying he is closely monitoring the situation in Israel and extends his, his condolences to the families. Okay. He says, over the coming days, the Department of Defense will work to ensure that Israel has what it needs to defend itself and protect civilians. Okay. About an hour later, Eastern Standard Time, the White House announces that President Joe Biden has been briefed by senior national security officials on the appalling Hamas terrorist attacks in Israel. Okay. About a half hour later, U.S. Secretary Anthony Blinken uh, issues a statement condemning Hamas um, for their attack on Israel, saying the U.S. will remain in close contact with our Israel partners. He continues to say, the United States unequivocally condemns the appalling attacks by Hamas terrorists against Israel, including civilians and civilian communities. There is never any justification for terrorism. We stand in solidarity with the government and the people of Israel and extend our condolences for the Israeli lives lost in these attacks. Good. It's a good measured response. See what happens around 11 uh, p.m. White House announces that Biden has spoken with Netanyahu telling the Prime Minister what? Oh, okay. Telling the Prime Minister that the U.S. condemns Hamas's assault. Alright. Biden said in a televised statement, I made it clear to Prime Minister Netanyahu that we stand right to offer all appropriate means of support to the government and the people of Israel. Alright. Terrorism is never justified. Right. Okay, well then, why isn't this sentiment echoed by those in Congress? Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, she, I believe, is American-born but has Palestinian parents. She doesn't want to talk about it. She was questioned as to what she thought about Hamas. Oh, she has a big Palestinian flag in front of her office. She didn't want to comment. She didn't want to comment on BLM having the paraglider posters. Stupid. And I'm only pointing her out because she was one of the people who were quite a loud um, voice of dissent against America. She holds office. She, hold, she has power. Her and the squad, the squad being Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez of New York, 
Ilhan Omar of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, I don't recall what she's over. And Ayanna Presley. And they are the wokest, they are the most left-leaning, they are the most anti-American representatives that have banded together and been the face of the modern, young, hip, whatever you want to fucking call it, people. You know what I'm talking about, the 20s and 30-year-olds primarily who are now interested in politics because they seem to align themselves with these four individuals. And I get it. I do. I get it. But they seem to be very quiet right now. One, because their constituents approve of what Hamas did and is doing. Many of them are the same people who write in comments that Israel is getting exactly what they deserve. I read an article uh, talking about the casualties and the bodies left behind. It's it's freaking war zone. It's I know, obviously it is a war zone, but I have heard it compared in other podcasts and, and discussions that this is the Holocaust of our time on the same people. It's more atrocious than you expect it to be, seeing these pictures and video and accounts and, and I feel truly helpless and my fear realized from observing how the world handles this, how our country, um, country citizens handle this, and what they're willing to voice on social media about this conflict, this huge war, gives me pause and makes me wonder if that were to happen here, something to that liking were to happen here, How would the sentiment be different? Because I, I think it would be on par with how people are reacting. That there will be open blood in the streets, there will be innocents killed, and those propagating it believe themselves to deserve to take a life, to, to be higher than the other people. It's just... It's amazing what people can do when they believe that they've been severely wronged and that they're owed something. And how, if, I, I have so many thoughts running through my mind because what if Hamas really was sacrificed? What if the authorities in Iran met with their leaders and it was like, we will give you the Israelis you can do whatever you want we'll help you out th with this but just know that you will die and that will be you serving your purpose 
like I said, they they hold death to this pinnacle of honor. They hold dying for the cause in such a regard that you know what? It's it's worth doing. Like like the Vikings in Valhalla, to die on the field to die on the battlefield is an honorable death. I'm sure the sentiments echoed the same. But as I read this, I observe this, I reflect on our own society. There are people who believe themselves to be so oppressed by another group that by merely existing, you oppress them. I'll, I'll go into that later if you don't know what I'm referring to, but I could see this happening. And it's, it's, it's sobering. So let's get back to the timeline really quick. I'm going to wrap this up. <clears throat> and leave you with a few more disturbing thoughts. I'm sorry, but this is the Ain't That Some Shit show, and we're in it. We're in it. And with elections fucking around the corner, and, oh, the Speaker of the House got removed, I'll do a whole domestic episode next episode, I promise. Unless something really crazy happens, like Israel fucking makes a parking lot out of Gaza. <laughs> we will see. All right, on the seventh round, five, they're jumping back and forth with this timeline. All right, let's just say it's still on October, excuse me, 7th. Netanyahu makes a televised address in Israel, repeating his earlier statement, and he says, we are at war, and we will win it. He says, we have been in this since the early morning hours. I've convened the heads of security of the security establishment in order, first of all, to clear out all the communities that have been infiltrated by terrorists. This is currently being carried out. Good. At the same time, I've ordered an extensive mobilization of reserves. So he called up about 300,000 Israeli reserve troops. All right. Uh, next day on October 8th, at least 30 Israeli police officers were killed in the fighting. And Hamas gunmen took over um, the police station. Israeli officials announced that fighting is ongoing Sunday morning, the 8th, in six places. And that a rocket injured four people on Sunday morning. Later that morning, Israeli government confirmed that a number of civilians and soldiers have been taken hostage. At least 100 Israeli citizens and soldiers are being held by Hamas fighters. Videos posted online about a packed all-night music festival in a desert. That's the one I was talking about. In southern Israel, near the Gaza border, being attacked by rockets and armed Hamas fighters on the ground. The footage... The footage showed women and children being dragged away in vehicles and driven back to Gaza. Israeli Rescue Service, Zaka, said at least 260 bodies were removed from the venue of the music festival following the attack. Jeez. <clears throat> U.S. Secretary of State Blinken says... 
This is a massive terrorist attack that is gunning down Israeli civi civilians in their towns and their homes. And as we've seen so graphically, literally dragging people across the border. Yeah. Including a Holocaust survivor in a wheelchair. Whoa. I didn't see that. Oh, good God. All right. <clears throat> in the afternoon, Israeli health officials announced that more than 700 people are dead in Israel and over 2,100 others injured. The Palestinian Health Author Authority said there are 370 people dead in Gaza and 2,200 others injured. The next day, the 9th of October, air sirens sound in northern Israel, prompting residents to rush to safe rooms. The IDF claimed at least two rockets were fired towards northern Israel from Lebanon. One of the rockets, according to the IDF, landed in Lebanese territory. Ha! <clears throat> Can't even shoot their rockets wall. Alright, the IDF neutralized a number of terrorist infiltrators who crossed from Lebanon into Israel. Great. They're defending the country and stand ready at all borders. Okay. Now we learn about the Americans. October 9th. At least nine Americans have been confirmed killed in Israel since Saturday as a result of attacks launched by the Hamas militant group. Um, at this time, we can confirm the death of nine. <sighs> Two French citizens among those killed in Israel, according to the French Foreign Ministry. All right, later that morning, the IDF announces its jet fighters struck 130 targets in the Gaza Strip early Monday, many of them in Al-Furqan area, which serves as a hub for Hamas. Good. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant on Monday ordered a complete siege on Gaza. Authorities had cut the electricity and blocked fuel and food from entering the Gaza Strip. In an interview, Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricus, Conricus, spokesman of the IDF, said Israel is taking swift retribution for Hamas attacks. It is an unprecedented attack. Conricus said, and it will be followed by an unprecedented Israeli response against these bloodthirsty animals that have come across from Gaza and attacked our, our civilians. <sighs> that afternoon, Hamas says the group will start killing Israeli hostages one by one and film the executions unless Israel immediately stops shelling homes in Gaza without warning. Fucking people. In an update on the Israeli hostages taken by Hamas, IDF announces it has obtained information on every Israeli kidnapped and that it has notified 30 families so far. Jeez. Alright. Um, <clears throat> that same day, October 9th in the afternoon, President Joe Biden announces that at least 11 Americans are among those who were killed in Israel. So it grew from 9 to 11. 
and that it's likely American citizens are among those being held hostage. Excuse me. October 10th, just after 3 p.m., at least 14 Americans have been killed in the terrorist attacks. Oh. Let me just keep scrolling. Okay. Uh, following Biden's address, White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters that at least 20 Americans remain unaccounted for in, in Israel. All right. Early that evening on the 10th, Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant toured south, southern Israel along the Gaza border, telling the soldiers they are moving to a full-scale response. Things are getting serious. He said Hamas wanted to see a change in Gaza. The reality is Gaza will make a 180 and they will regret their actions. Gallant says, he continues, we will not allow reality in which Israeli children are murdered. I have removed every restriction. We will eliminate anyone who fights us and use every measure at our disposal. Anyone who decapitates citizens or murders women and Holocaust survivors will be eliminated. All right. October 11th in the evening, White House, uh, informed news stations that afternoon that a number of American citizens killed remains at least 22, that the number of American citizens killed remains at least 22, but the number of American citizens unaccounted for now stands at 17 instead of 20. All right. On the 12th today, this morning, the confirmed number of Americans killed in Israel rises to 25 as of today. Oh no, 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 that was just an update. Discovered this afternoon, October 12th, that the death toll of American citizens has risen to 27. And 14 Americans remain unaccounted for. So here we are, people. As per my understanding, there are Palestinians living in Gaza, living in Israel, who want no part of this, who do not support Hamas, who do not believe that this is, that this is any means other than to an end for them. Because I'm not sure what will come. I've heard people say that it might lead to an ethnic cleansing of sorts. A complete removal of all Palestinians from the Strip and from Israel. And I'm not sure by with me with what method they will be removed by whether they are forced out or whether they're slaughtered, I don't know. What has me also thinking and, and uh, concerned, 
not just for all this that's happening, but the entire world is looking at this. And if, if history be our guide, when we are told to look all in one direction, like during the pandemic, like during the start of the whole COVID-19, when the whole world was on the same page, which never happens, and now we're all staring at this. I worry that as tragic, as horrible, as terrible as this is, a part of me wonders if, and, and there are people saying that Israel knew. Egypt is saying that Israel knew about the attack coming. And Israel saying that they know, they didn't know. But they have the Iron Dome. They're supposed to be able to thwart any rockets from hitting populated areas. There are reports saying that that particular aspect of the security system was down that day on the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War, a major war in Israel's history with Palestine. 50 years. This is a huge anniversary and just happens to happen and you didn't think, I know it's a holy day, less staff, but but that's when they attack. That's when they have always attacked, has been during a holy day. Surely, someone in upper authority might have been like, hey, we should, we should extra fortify our, our lines of, of defense. No? I, a, am I saying something completely novel? No, I don't think so. There's also people speculating that they were there were bad actors within the security defense system of Israel that allowed this to happen. I don't know. I'm not sure what to think, except that I'm wary that everyone is paying attention to this. And um, I hope we don't miss something bigger. That's, that's it, that's, that's where my mind is going. I truly believe that Israel will flatten their enemy one way or another. But um, what that will look like when it's over, what the world will look like, I don't know. Oh, I wish I had more definitive stuff, but alright, so that's the timeline. We have Americans involved, we have two Frenchmen involved. Uh, Israeli forces are fighting back, and Netanyahu is sure that Israel will win. Ah, yes, and the six billion that was um, unfrozen got refrozen as of today. Yeah. Oh, America. At how that makes any sense? It's like you shouldn't have given it to them in the beginning. But because they're not able to pinpoint exactly how the money was used, 
they're deciding to freeze it. Fine, fine, better late than never. Anyways, that is all I got for you guys. Um, I will provide updates as things developed, develop. And until then, uh, this was Emma. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Over and out. Hey everyone, I'm Garrett from Comics Podcast. Be sure to check out our stop motion animation on our YouTube channel, DJ Hatter Comics and Movies, where the stories are inspired by comic book characters such as Batman, Spider-Man, Star Wars characters, and more. Be sure to like the channel and subscribe. Also, make sure to hit the notification bell to keep up with the newest episodes. See you there.